Okay. Welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. Yes, yes. Peoples from all over the world. Dogs. Mammalians. Cats. Llamas. Whales who spit out divers. Alpacas. Dude, oh, you you brought up llama. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I'm Gravy. Uh, And I'm Biscuits. Yeah. This is Uh, our little world. We uh, talk about topics that uh, interest us. Everything from aliens, conspiracy, religion, news, history, um, our own bell movements. My llama calendar. Dude, it's March. I forgot to bring this up. But the picture is of a llama wearing round red sunglasses with a red scarf, and it says, No problema. Nice. I am really excited about this month. (laughs) (laughs) I've, uh... I've got the, uh... Oh, never mind. Um, Good. Glad that's cleared up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't even know what I was going to say. Um... I was telling you off air before how uh, what a crap kind of weekend we had at work. Yes. And I just want to give a shout out to the people I work with. Uh, I know actually they listen to this, which is so cool. So thank you guys. But Donna Pearsall, Gary Meinhart, Shelly Ainsley, um, my supervisor, Ellen, who is so awesome. Like she actually force fed me last night. Ellen, next time was... you do that, please get it on uh, uh, video so that I can watch this. <laughs> no, but that was. I mean, really blackmail fun. material. Blackmail material, Ellen. <laughs> Even uh, Dr. Dezagust, uh, you know, uh, the day shift that stayed over to help us, Frankie Keen, Jerry. I mean, dude, it was awesome team last night. Awesome team. So thank you guys so much. Now that that soft shit's out of the way, let's get going with the hard stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of which, I, I think I have a, something hard that's going to be popping out of my my booty hole here in a little later. Um, oh, my God, dude. I, Take I a laxative, will you? <laughs> no, this will be like a normal one. But I, I don't have a beer today. I'm just drinking my uh, coffee right now. Oh. I'm self-medicating with yangling. <laughs> <sighs> that would just give me gas. Why? I, oh no! It, it's delicious. I enjoy it. It's it's my like go to sit down have a couple of beers. I'm uh, trying to open up my uh, Bob's butt wipes container. Bob's butt wipes. Yes. It makes them special. Why Bob's? Well, I went to. Uh, Why not Huggies? Well, it, well, you know, I I was at a uh, city mill. Um, had to go get my, uh, little, renew my placard and grab some brunch and city mills right there. And I was like, you know, I do need to grab something, you know, a couple items I did need to get, need to get some uh, hardware for like drywall, you know, hanging stuff up. Yeah. 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 And, uh, need to get some, uh, I happened to walk right by the, uh, what do you call clearance aisle? And then I had this little Bob's butt wipes and it's like those little hard, uh, containers with the uh, the wipes in there, and the handle is actually it's where you can take your toilet paper roll off, and you can actually have this hanging from your toilet paper roll. So it's actually you have your regular toilet paper, and then this. So, the, the, so I mean, it's, it's it's perfect, and and it's dark green. It's that army puke colored green, which I love. So OD. Much. Yes. 
Which I don't understand because when somebody ODs, they kind of turn gray. Well, here's the thing. And the whole (laughs) OD, um, the OD green is more of like the grayish. It's not exactly... It used to be this puke color green, but now the OD green is like that grayish, like the AC color. I don't understand. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's stupid. But I I got that, so, you know, I can make sure that after my... uh, After my moments at the throne, that uh, every day that I can feel nice and fresh and clean. Dude, I I prefer a wipe to toilet paper. So fresh and clean, clean. So fresh and so clean, clean. So fresh yeah. and so clean. Yeah. And I but got I, me I a, do. A I, I prefer. I do too. You know. Yeah, I do. I it's... really do. I think I I feel cleaner because I use that to clean myself, and then I just use a little paper to dry it off, and then I feel cleaner. I just do. Oh yeah, I do too. Yeah. And it's, it's I actually prefer the ones with alcohol, but with alcohol, what the hell is wrong with you? What? It, okay, it, maybe it's because it, you're a ginger. Dude, let me tell you. Extra I, tingle. It's that extra I, tingle, tingling feeling. I have so much taint to rectum hair. It is ridiculous. Like, I am bald all over my body. In case none of you have met me, I'm bald on my head. Like, I have a patchy beard. I have, like, four chest hairs in there all around my nipples, and I have no back hair. All the hair on my body decided to concentrate from the back of my balls until the beginning of my butt. <laughs> so rubbing alcohol in there and scraping stuff off is not a great idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm uh, uh i just like that little fresh clean feeling you know mm. i mean there there is really there's nothing as 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 pleasurable as you know digging a hole out in the woods you oh, know no, dropping yes, trowel, there are. You yes know, there are just Okay, not 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 many things. That's one of my favorites. I do like, dude. One of the things I remember most about going hunting and camping with my dad is shitting over a log. <laughs> like that was the first thing you set up at camp was the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else came second. Screw the fireplace. Screw the tent. Where are we digging a latrine, boy? <laughs> uh, ooh, is this blade storage? Yes. I even got me like a little folding saw from Stanley. Oh, cool. Cheap, uh, you know, five bucks or something. No big deal. Just, you know, something to get the job done to take. It's lightweight. Mm. Throw it in my backpack. That's really what I wanted. Nice. And uh, Me and my boy, uh, we're going to the dump tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. What are you guys going to go looking for? Uh, You know what? I I made a joke with him. I said, you know... uh, your great grandfather used to go to the dump and collect tin cans to recycle them. And he looked at me and he goes, "Why?" <laughs> I was like, "A little prick for money." <laughs> <laughs> to live, you bastard. Why? <laughs> no, we're going to get rid of uh, some tires and some cardboard and stuff we got built up. You know, I, I always like going to the. Uh... Uh, junkyards. That was mm. always a favorite of mine. Yeah. I always used to uh, go to the motorcycle sections. Right. Like to see if there was anything worth a shit, like rims, anything. I'd take anything off a bike and try and refurbish it. Yeah, there was one back home where they had a thing where you, uh, if you, 
um, whatever you can carry out. It was fifty bucks for as much as you can carry out. Carry out. So yeah. the trick was that is you just get like a car hood, like an Oldsmobile or something. Yeah, right? strap it to your back. <laughs> just <laughs> just load the shit up on it. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, I'd be hiring guys. <laughs> like, all right. Y'all just get a really long line. We're going to tie this shit together, <laughs> Boy Scout style. Yeah. Just snail it out of here. <laughs> get a whole 60 Cadillac for 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Junkyards is, I mean, that, that's something to do, too, is just to go, it's... Oh, it's just fun to walk around. Yeah, I mean, and, and just, if you're one of those guys, like, I, I really can't do it because I don't have the room here because we live in a multi-family home, and and uh, I lost my I lost my garage, so it's... Oh, man, where I, I can't exactly do projects and not having the stuff take space somewhere. So. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I can't do that, and you know you have to have tools. And I sold most of my tools when I moved from Maine to Hawaii, so yeah. I just don't do that. I'm trying to I'm trying to build my garage up, like I'm cleaning everything out now, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna get my bike in there and everything, and really turn it into MySpace. Now I need that. I need to wrench on a bike for a while, clear my head. I love that book. Uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Huh. Okay. Oh, uh, dude, if you can read that book, and it's true. Yeah, there, there is, there is. A, when it comes to guys, I mean, it's, it's, there's a definite need to have their own personal space, and yeah. uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, not always the the easiest thing. No. To have. No, and like, you know, if my wife would tell me she wanted a spot in the garage, hell, take it. Okay. Yeah. You know, this is our house. It's not my house. But I'd be like, dang it. I kind of had a idea for that area, but. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, your macrame, beautiful there. I love it. It's great. I mean, I, I got me a little set up in the corner here for my podcast where my desk is, but, I mean, you, you saw how narrow the area is for me to sit. I can't exactly sit between the bed and my desk. I can't believe you put your fat ass there. I have to sit <laughs> on my bed in order to use it. But, I mean, it's I, 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 deal, I, I use what I have. I mean. That's it. You got to. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, oh. So, we haven't talked about what we're going to talk about yet, but. I, I want to take this at face value. It was something I read on Facebook, but something I had also read elsewhere about a young boy who got tetanus. The first case in over 30 years. Okay. Now, you know what tetanus is, right? Yeah, it's like that. Uh, it's like an infection or something that's uh, I. It causes your muscles to spasm and lock like, yeah, which, yeah. when you get a Charlie horse or a muscle cramp. Now, imagine that happening all over your body for like days. Like they've put these people between two boards and just let them suspend there because their bodies are so tight to where it can break bones, snap tendons. I mean, it's an awful disease. Hmm. So supposedly this boy was in the hospital for 57 days. Damn. The bill 
was eight hundred thousand dollars. Man, that's that's not good. Okay. The hospital offered to give the boy the vaccine. Which you need a booster for every couple of years. Yeah. I think you know, uh because it wears off. I think so, I just had my booster recently because yeah. I went like I literally went probably five years without five or six years without a booster. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. I don't know. Yeah, you you always need one, a little booster. It's normal, but the parents elected supposedly in this article not to get it. Oy. Okay, now here's my beef with this. One of the big arguments against anti-vaxxing, besides the whole autism thing, which has been proven to be fake, right, mm-hmm. is it's big pharma. It's big pharma. They're just trying to tell you what to do. Okay, by you not spending that initial, what, $100 on the vaccine, yeah. you now spent oh, almost a million and then they gave you a way out of possibly spending more. And you still didn't take it. Yeah, now that to me breeds of pure ego on the part of the parents. Yeah. We're right. You're wrong. Screw you. No. No, your child almost died from a simple cut on the forehead. A simple thing. Mm-hmm. And you put them through that, and you're willing to do it again for your ideals, not for theirs. And that's what pisses me off about it, is that your ideals affecting somebody else. I don't care what you do, as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. Yeah. When it does, that's when I have a problem. And th- that, to me, is a problem. Yeah. I, I just couldn't believe it when I read it. I hope I can get some verification on actually if it, you know if it's a true article, but I have seen it several times. So I was like, yeah, maybe there's something to it, and I just want to discuss it. Like, what do you think about that? I have to say the thing. I mean, when when it, the whole thing with vaccinations is, you know, they're they're there for a reason. Now, granted, when it comes to flu shots, I don't always get my flu shots. You know, and it's just because sometimes I'm lazy or I'm just like, you know, I think I'm good. But that's just because yeah. ignorance on my part. However, the kids get it. I make sure they get it, you know. And the only beef I have with, in, with vaccinations is military. Oh, God, because yes, dude. I got shot up with so much shit. It's because we've actually, and it's been history, it's historically proven repeatedly for each almost every single war that we get new kinds of shit that's not improved by the FDA or nothing. It's experimental shit. Oh yeah, you're getting tested on definitely. Yeah. You work for fucking test buddies. That's my beef when it comes to it. Oh yeah, mine too. Mine too. Other than that, you know, you know, get get your get your damn peanut butter jelly shot. Get your you know (laughs) get all get all that shit done with. Yeah, it just blows my mind because they say, well, it's my body, it's my choice, it's my child, it's my choice. That's great. But what about my child who has cancer and can't get a flu vaccine and is getting chemotherapy, gets the flu because you didn't vaccinate your child and they did get it. And I'm not saying vaccinate them will completely prevent them from getting it. And there are steps you take for that as well. You know, but it's about being conscientious of each other. 
Yeah. You know, it's herd immunity, and it's for a reason. I have, dude, this is no lie. I've seen two grandparents admitted to our ICU this year because mom and dad were anti-vaxxers, didn't vaccinate their kids, kids got the flu, kids gave it to granny and grampy because they watched him while mom and dad worked. Yeah. It was just like, really? And now this person's on a ventilator. I don't know how she got it, dude. I can tell you your kid's snotting all over my floor. Yeah, it's, I mean. And he's licking a wall. What the hell is wrong with this child? Well, I mean, licking a wall, that's something totally different. I mean, we, you and I, we've yeah. been there. Well, that's when you know they're a Marine. You know, you're like, yeah, okay, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. There you, Dan Burford, there you go, buddy. Uh, no, take the crowns away from giving him some paint. There we go. <laughs> but it's just, it blows my mind, man. I just do not understand it. I won't. I understand if you have a difference of opinion, that's yours. I'm sorry. I actually went to school for this. You know? Yeah. I I, I don't just do this shit willy-nilly because somebody told me to. I don't do things I don't agree with. Which is why I never let you touch me there. I'm sorry. Like I said, I didn't agree with it. That's why I wouldn't do it. You know, we're cool. We're cool. I'll wait till you're asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then it's definitely not a no. (laughs) Things like a kickstand when I'm sleeping, but <laughs> damn, I forgot what I was Can't talking roll about. Over. <laughs> Come on, wife, help me, help me roll him over. Oh my god, you get bounce him back. Kick him. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's funny. <clears throat> I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah. Vaccinate your kids, please. please. Yeah, don't don't be stupid because of your I, own. Uh... It's I I understand your proclivities. Fine, don't. But there is no proof that vaccines hurt children. Mm-hmm. And if this last story is any proof, trust me, they earned enough from that one kid. For what I mean, for all the Midwest to get vaccinated. Hmm. Come on. And some people, I'm telling you, it's, 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 uh, it just blew my mind. I, I couldn't believe it when I read it. I, I went to save it, but then my wife came home. We started talking. And I put my phone down and when I opened it back up, it went to the screen that, you know, the normal fucking screen. I was like, shit. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping shit here. Dropping shit everywhere. Oh, oh. Hang on. Did you fall? Did you seriously fall down <laughs> right now? Okay, we're. Do I need to call nine one one for you? Okay, I'm all, I'm all good. I think. <laughs> Christ, you all right there, Matlock? You gonna make it? That was uh scary. Working with Walter Matthau. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, Dude, this this isn't a Pratt fall show. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't right, exactly. Okay? I don't exactly have topics, although nothing that I really purposely searched for as far as topic to, to discuss. But I did look at different things for various reasons. Um, like I started a Facebook page for uh, 
just to keep track of all the different corruption going on in this state. In Hawaii? Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure I'll probably get a knock at the door someday or... You know, oh, who knows? Or, so you gotta, you gotta film it. You gotta yeah, go live. Or three, three, live. three in the morning or something. Somebody will come by giving me threats to take it down. For all I know, I don't know. But um, be like shoots, brah. Don't need that up there, yeah. <laughs> there is one particular thing I did. Uh, I did um, send an email to uh, that the Democrat. Um, what's her name? Tulsi Gabbard, who's running mm-hmm. for. Uh, 2020, I think it is. Governor? Uh, president. Whoa. She's running for... Well, she. there's like, what, 20 people that are trying to run that, like, we don't know who they how they are? I don't know. I don't follow that shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, she's... Um, Excuse me. Oh, good oh. one. Mm. See, that was solid, and you're drinking coffee. I can't do that, and I've had, I don't oh. know how many. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, uh, but, um, she, um, she's, uh, she's a member of Team Rubicon. At least I think she is. I'm not sure. Mm. She did show up to one. Oh, God, that stinks. Um, wow. She did show up to, uh, one of our, uh, Team Rubicon, you know, operations in Kauai last year. Um, but she's cool. uh, National Guard or was, I'm not sure, officer or something. But he, either ways, there was an article in the uh, Hawaii something, I, I don't remember. And it was about her view on um, decriminalizing uh, prostitution or sex, uh, sex workers. Mm-hmm. And I have a big, big issue with that. So... I gave her an email, and I was pretty much, you know, like, hey, you know, I just want to say that I do support a lot of stuff you are, but except for one particular thing that is very personal for me, and I I will try to explain it and hope you just take the time to, you know, just kind of look it over and, and think about it a little bit more. So then I told her who I am, um, you know, what, what I do for a living, the different volunteer organizations, and then, you know, I'll go into, like, the... You know, what? I, then I tell her, hey, the specific, you know, thing that I have issue with is this particular thing. And these are the reasons why. I also have uh, documentation to study from Harvard Law to back up. Hello? Mm-hmm. What the hell was that? What? Did you hear that noise? No. Uh, you have documentation to study from Harvard Law, and then you went, what the hell was that? Oh, there was some weird, weird noise. Okay. Um, that was them tapping into our feed, man. There, there it is again. Sounds like yeah, something see? from Atari. Boom, you told you. Ta- no, I don't, but they're tapping into our feed. <laughs> uh, hang on a second, folks. We'll be right back. This is kind of creepy. This is awesome. <laughs> Okay, back, 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 okay, okay, back, folks. Okay, back, we're folks. Okay, folks, we're back. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Can we say okay a few more times? Yep, okay. Okay, okay. all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we don't so, know what that was. Um, yeah, I got to hear it. And, I did uh, get to hear the noise, and wow, freaky. Creepy. 
very very creepy you'll yeah when uh we record when i edit this in buck and post it you'll 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 hear it about um 20 25 minutes through i don't know somewhere right yeah that's, that that was that was weird that was odd that that was that was okay um yeah okay moving so, on what was i talking about oh yeah um so the um the yeah. that um whatever you want to call her government lady Kelsey yeah. Gabbard. I basically explained to her, you know, what, who I am, what I do, and, uh, you know, my issue with the, what topics she had that I disagreed with and the reason why I provided some evidence, um, a study from Harvard Law, you know, uh, about that actually, and it shows, like, countries around the world, you know, that actually shows, hey, countries around the world that have legalized you know, prostitution actually have more problems with sex trafficking, you know, than those where it's criminalized. Even though the ones where it's criminalized still have the issue. Yeah. And then, so I, I just kind of went into more detail, you know, and asked some stuff and explained, you know, gave her some broad or brief examples, some stuff I worked on without giving details to, you know, the, that could, you know, get me in trouble or, or anything like that or, or even the family or person's names. But, um, just to kind of, you know, like, Hey, it was, it's pretty good. It took me a good half hour to, you know, write and edit and everything. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping good for you, man, I'm hoping she good reads it and like literally takes the time to, you know, let it click, you know, yeah. get, you know, be like, you know, Hey, maybe I haven't looked at it this way. And I'm, <laughs> that was my, the, what I try to do is try to word it in a way to where, you know, maybe it's not the way she had looked at it. Of different viewpoint, so I don't know, yeah. but I did point out the uh, um, the Harvard Law, the the study here. It was by the Harvard Law and International Development Society. Um, but uh, then I found another document on uh, that I, I hadn't read, which I'm not going to speak on here. I just I want to actually look through it personal wise. But uh, oh, okay. it's, it's as far as like human trafficking, and here's my thing. All right. And to be as simple as possible, you know, there's people around the country, they're like, you know, hey, if we just make it legal, you know, it's not going to be a problem. Well, you know, because, hey, if, if somebody wants to sell their body, let them sell it, you know, don't punish them for it. Well, here's yeah, the Folks, let, let, me, let me, you know, let me, let me get you to understand something. That small number, such as this is, when I say small, yes, thousands. But that small number of individuals that are currently um, um, spending time behind bars because of those actions, okay, mm -hmm. that is a very, very, very small portion of the millions that are forced into sex slavery. Yeah. And people want to legalize whatever. Sure, that'll. it's nice for those few thousands. But it's nice. It's not nice for those few million around the world, or should I say millions? Millions, yeah, definitely. Okay, so that people need to look at it, but they don't. And I actually tried to have a discussion with uh, an individual who was, uh, and I'm not trying to smash on liberals because there's a lot of subjects I'm very liberal with. But she's I'm very liberal on a lot. She, she's very like way left way on this where she's like you know well it, it shouldn't matter i think it should be and i was just, she's like i think it should be legalized and she just didn't quite understand i gave her like links i gave everything that i could to be able to show her hey 
this is what it says this is here proof this is this is what's going on and not to mention that you know as a, if you don't want to believe what these statistics are and everything i for one have been over been around to like 30 countries around the world i've seen some of this shit firsthand oh it's yeah disturbing you know have you been to thailand <laughs> shit. have you been this, to japan yeah it, you know and the thing is is people don't they don't think about that no they don't care it's a matter of oh well hey you know what these people are being uh uh they're being you know ostracized because they want to do something with their body and they should have their right to well and in, in that type of field yeah. in that type of field that's actually a very small percentage yeah. It is, and, it, and if how about this? You know, it's my body, it's my right. I want to drive a car. I have to get licensed to do that. You should have to get licensed. Yeah, have them go get licensed. It's that simple. And it's nothing but filling out an application, putting it in. Boom, pay your whatever five bucks per year for your hooker card or whatever, and then you can go on and do your way or gigolo card if you're a guy. Whatever. Well, that's. If you have a gigolo or a pimp, you're not, you know, that's tech, that's considered... Now, a gigolo and pimp are different now. I'm sorry, a pimp. Gigolo yeah. well, is no, the you, no, 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 a... no pimping cards, because if, if you're issuing cards now, now it's a union. Yeah. So you can't have pimps if there's a union. Yeah, but either way, this the, the card thing, you know... It, it's, <laughs> Why have it's, we gotten this deep into this? I, I know, but the card thing here, that's not that still won't stop sex trafficking. No, it won't stop it. But I'm saying, if you want to get it legalized, then that's the way to do it. It's just like dispensaries for marijuana. They have to apply for a license so people know where they are, and it's not an illegal operation. And that That's the way it is. But does it stop the guy on the street? No. No? Can you still get it as cheap on the street now? Yeah, because they're competing. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I look at it this way. It's like, if you if, if someone who has the power to do this, who, to make the... You know, they to say, okay, yes, you know what, we can do this, we can make it legalized. I want to tell those same that same person or those same people, okay, if you're gonna do this, then you find a way to to, to you find a way to destroy this plague that involves millions. Oh yeah. Of people, not just women, but just individuals, huh. and just millions in this country, not even the world, but the country, millions, in just one country, ours. Dude. Since me and you have talked, I am so scared when I'm out with my son. And, you know, not that I'm, I think someone's going to take him, but there's always that possibility. Yeah. You know, it's made me so much more aware of that fact and so much more aware of the people around me when I'm at the grocery store who come walking up and doing the whole, oh, what's his name? What's his last name? You know, you don't need to fucking know that. Back off. Yeah. And I don't mind saying that to you. I'm sorry if that's your grandmother, but screw off. You don't need to know his last name. Why? You gonna send him a birthday card? Blow me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Teeth out. Teeth out. Teeth out. <laughs> Give me them gums, Grandma. Oh, Look where we've gone to. Oh. God. We disintegrate so quickly. No, we do. You and I, we're we're bottle rockets. <laughs> We're, we're, we're not, we're, we're, <laughs> okay, we're not, we're, not we're getting a little bit too dark and disturbing yeah, on the camera, but we have, we're our views. We, we, we have our, our, uh, our true, when it, like I said, when it comes to sex trafficking, it's a, it's a very, it's horrible. It makes, it'll make, I mean, I'll get mad. And it, it's global. Yeah. It's a global issue. 
And, and you should. You there, should. There's actually more reasons why. You know, there's a compound of reasons why this is, you know, something. Because one, I, I've been to so many countries where I've seen it to almost every single country I've been into, even our own, in multiple states. Yes. Um, I mean, even if it's, it, it, in our, even in our country, it could be something so simple as, you know, if you have a strip club way out in the boonies and the girls, they have to, you know... To, in order to work there, they have to live there. Or, you know, when they're done working, they can't leave until the next day at whatever time. That's considered trafficking, you know? You're forcing well, any kind of Any kind of stipulations on work habit, right? Yes. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still regardless. I, I've been around the world a time or two, you know, visit a whole lot of countries. I've seen this firsthand. So, there, one, I've seen it firsthand, okay? Now, granted, I was younger. I really didn't, you know, know much about it. I didn't really, it wasn't something big on my mind because all I just wanted to party and get drunk, you know. So it wasn't something, um, maturity too. I wasn't as mature. So as the years go by and I'm like, you know, wow, yeah, this. And then, you know, you have with a digital age we have. So we have access to so much information and, you know. And we didn't have that really. when we didn't when have me, that growing when up. When me and you were well, even when we were in the Navy, man, like, I mean, oh, what, oh, three to oh, five, we, we, you know, we lived basically next to each other. I mean, shit, I we I didn't have had, that. I think I still had, uh, did I have dial up? Dude, we had razor phones. We were still playing the <laughs> damn snake game. Oh. That's what I'm saying. People think like back then it was it was as technologically advanced as now. Bitch, we just got out of Atari 64. We barely saw the Sega Genesis. PlayStation <laughs> 2 was new. <laughs> you know, it's just it was still the Stone Age compared to now. It's like I got the joystick, but what do I do with the rest of these buttons? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, and it, it's it's and that's the thing. So if let's say I didn't go travel the world and see all this stuff firsthand, I have this tremendous wealth of you know, information to where I can look into this this topic. And granted, even then, in the early 2000s, it wasn't as big. But even then, that's a lot. You just have to have the mind and the, and the dedication to look. So if you so adding on to that, this t- the stuff that I've seen firsthand, then you add on the technology we have. And then you add on to the fact that, you know, I've actually had friends of mine that were, you know, forced into... You know, people that I used to know that were forced into their profession managed to escape and get out, you know, and are still to this day fear for their lives. Don't live in this state anymore. My goodness. To their fear for the lives. And, you know, and I, I, and so then you add that and then me, you know, in a profession, you know, with missing persons to where, you know, I've actually seen how they recruit, how they get some of these people. You know, and I'm not not just girls, but I'm talking boys too. And this is anywhere from like, you know, um, elementary, like upper elementary, middle school, high school, college. Mm. Okay, it's disturbing. So you factor all these different things that you know. I just for the, the my life that I seen, whatever somehow I was involved with it in each in these particular thing to where it's it's affected me that much. And it's like, this is a big, um, it's personal. 
You know, mm-hmm. and it, I, it, oh, definitely understood. If yeah. you look at the uh, news on on you know Hawaii with all the different corruption and everything going on, um, I'm I'm hoping here to soon to um, have a topic and will probably be take a good hour to uh, discuss about the corruption in the last ten years out in Hawaii that involves sex trafficking. It involves you know law enforcement. Involves uh, you know uh, judicial you know judicial you know those in the the justice system. Um, governors, you know, big business, foreign investors, you know, like a lot of this, it's just going, a lot of investigations going on right now. And, uh, I personally think there's, uh, um, well, I, I can't talk about it, but there's, I, I'm trying to work. I don't even know how, I can't really discuss that, but it's, <laughs> A, Stop uh, trying to discuss shit you can't discuss. I'm trying to find a way. I'm sick of hearing about what you can't talk about. Talk to me what you can. Uh, I was about to stain in my underwear. That's just, I, I couldn't figure out how to describe it. Um, well, stop no, sneezing and shit at the same time. I'll stop that. That's like that's easy. At our old age, it just goes. You you, you just brace for it. Come on, dude. Man. That's that, that's what sucks. Is if there's one or the other. Trust me, I'm controlling the sneeze. I'll shit myself at this point. <laughs> but I'm not gonna blow snot all down myself like a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I I it's a big it's a big sub uh, you know issue with me and. I have a goal to where it could, you know, as unrealistic as it sounds, I want to expose sex trafficking in Hawaii. I want to expose. It could take me thirty years, you know. Yeah, but you know what, dude, you're gonna be the next Gary Webb. I'm gonna have to produce your movie. Yeah. Do you know what kind of movie that's gonna be? Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. Oh my God. That is the perfect start to that movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello? Yes, yeah, speaking. Yes. The VA, I heard that. Yes, yes, I will be there. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, so now we all heard that. So when he shows up there tomorrow and they say, We have no record of your appointment, sir, boom! We got him. This is every VA appointee's dream right here. Yeah. This shit's on audio recording. Hey, I, I, you know, and I'm sorry, folks. I was literally just going to hit cancel, but I was like, screw it. I am so glad you didn't do that. Was so good because we all know how the VA are. Yeah, yeah. That's you know I have a TBI appointment uh, tomorrow. Oh, good. Because last week I had my uh, my neurologist, who is also technically my TBI guy too, sort of. But I went to get my Botox injections into my head. Like twenty or thirty needles stuck in there. I, man, it sucks. I don't know why. Because you know. Botulism into yourself, which can kill you. So, oh man, and, and I mean, I I can get needles <laughs> stuck in my body anywhere. For some reason, I ran in my certain places on my head. That shit hurts. Well, you have a lot of sensory perception areas in your head. You but, know, you know, and then again, the scalp, the scalp leaks like nothing. You get a scalp laceration, yeah. dude. You think they cut fucking artery? You're like, what the hell is going on with this guy's head? And here's the thing, too, is. 
the last time I ever got any shot of anything to where it made me nauseous was when I first entered basic training in early 99. Was I literally, it one in the butt? No, no, no. This was this was from oh. the Botox injections. Oh. He, and it was all it was all around like my forehead, the sides of my head, the back of my head, around the neck area too, and just there's like a whole ton of them. And by the time he was done, and I was sitting in a chair the whole time, and I just got, I started sweating profusely. I was, getting, yeah. I got extremely dizzy, very yeah. nauseous. I ended up taking the trash can, I ended up vomiting into it. I haven't done nice. that in years, like over, like almost 20 what? years, man. You hadn't vomited since 1979? Oh, well, no. That's <laughs> 40 years, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I mean from like getting shots or something. It, it was, you know what I mean, right? Like some people, they're scared of needles and they'll pass out, faint, or get sick or whatever. And yeah, just, I love those people because you just wait till they drop out and you're like, all right, got them, <laughs> bam. They're the easiest ones. The ones that fight, those are the ones that suck. No, I think that back in basic when uh, I think it was early 99, when the peanut butter shot, I think this one made me dizzy. Oh, that's the I, worst. No, I, I didn't vomit though, but this one... After I got like twenty or thirty shots of botulism all through my head, um, well, yeah, I I just I was so I was sweating so Dude, much. It's a bacteria that can kill you. Yeah, and you but know, I I, I, don't I understand do it. I'm the sitting, benefits. I'm not even up. I'm just sitting there, yeah. and I've got water sweat dripping from my head to the ground, and I'm like shaking. I've got, you know, my you know my. <laughs> My, uh, I'm like extremely dizzy. I know if I even try to stand up, I'm gonna fall over. And you I, you know, there's a military probably experiment on how much botulism you can inject in a person before they get fucked up. And you were one of the people, probably. I've had uh botulism shots, yeah, of for, course. This, uh, this, this helps cure migraines, sir. Yeah, <laughs> of course, this helps. Why wouldn't this help you? I don't know. Yeah, if you say so, Doc. And then you're sweating and vomiting. And they're like, yeah, let's go one down from that. 29 is the key number here, guys. 29. Well, um, I was stationed at Fort Benning, Georgia. And I think the last year I was in, who was it, 2013 or 14? It was right at one of those two years was the first time I started getting the uh, Botox injections. Ah. Uh. Actually, yeah, it was 2013 was the first time I got my Botox injection for my brain. Well, my head. But, um... I'm still shocked they haven't tried to do a microdosing of uh, psilocybin mushrooms on you. Okay, all I heard was mushrooms. I didn't understand the other words, but, uh... I, sa I said I'm still shocked they haven't tried to start the doing of a uh, microdosing of psilocybin mushrooms on you. I don't even know what psilocybin is, so... Hallucinogenic magic mushrooms, dude. Oh, hey, I'm down for that. <laughs> Whether it works or not. No, but it's <laughs> but it's not like that. It's it, it, that's why it's called microdosing. They're very small doses, but the psilocybin mushroom actually recreates paths with neurons in your brain. Okay. Scientists have found out. Uh, what I want you to do is what you basically said there in the name of it. Message it to me later because I'm going to forget in about two minutes or less. And, yeah, uh, like I said, <laughs> you need this. So, uh, I mean, because matter of fact, um, oh wait, neurologist, I I know what it is. I'm seeing my cognitive therapist for my memory problems. Oh, wow, it's a uh, you're cured. <laughs> oh my Jesus.
But and yeah, that's the VA for you. Yeah. Oh, you remembered what your appointment was for? You're cured, sir. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was like, wait, TBR? I'm like, I just saw my neurologist last week. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, it's my uh, my cognitive therapist. Well, I'm glad I helped you work that out. I feel better about myself already. <sighs> oh, I'm sweating already. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh! Like a day oh. or two ago, I, uh, a buddy yeah. of mine posted in a group about um, uh, Lamictal or Lamotrigerina, whatever it is, the other name for it is. And he takes like 25 milligrams a day. Uh-huh. And, you know, he was, and he started, you know, just from that 25 milligrams, he was starting, he was like definitely noticed some changes after like, I think a month, month or two. Mm-hmm. And it's just like his, he completely changed. You notice all kinds of stuff, his mood, whatever, the way he was thinking, the stuff he was thinking about. <clears throat> so we looked into it. Apparently that, that drug is, um, it, it, one of the things that is known for veterans to take it is to cause suicidal thoughts and like dark thinking, like very deep, deep depression, suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. And like, mm-hmm. you know, little bouts of, you know, like, you know, I don't know if it was anger or something. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, man, he's taking like 25 milligrams well, a day. I'm like, I, I'm at 200 well, milligrams a day and this is less than what they used to give me. A lot. A lot of times, man, I'm not going to lie to you, like, Lamictal is an anti-convulsive medication, okay? Yeah. It's an anti-seizure. But a lot of times, like, high anxiety can present as a seizure, where you actually do lose consciousness, you shake, you shimmy, you posture. So, and so it can kind of be diagnosed that way. And so the side effects, because you're being treated for something you actually don't have, can be much worse. Hmm. You know, uh, and that's just from my experience. So you're actually be giving me a drug you actually don't need. That can lead to worse side effects. Wow. Because of maybe already pre-existing conditions you have, your PTSD, your, you know, your TBI, whatever. It, it can exaggerate those effects. Nice. It's not nice, man. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a yeah, that was a beautiful mood lightener. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I had to. I, I'm getting depressed. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> man, but that's why I do this so I can laugh. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's, um... I was talking to my wife today, and I was like, I said, how can you not love living with me? It's like you live with both a good and a bad comedian, but you never know who you're going to wake up with. And she goes, yeah, that's a freaking problem. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn, that's a touche right there. I walked right into that. Oh, my God. You know, we're at episode 49. We are. What is the next one? The Big Five O. Big Five O. One week from now. It's the Bigfoot time. It is. It is. This will be fun. Here, here's the way. Here's what I'm going to need to do, because doing a two-hour episode, which I think was our last one, 
I had to do some serious editing mm -hmm. to make it to where it would be the small big. enough size where it can upload because what it originally was, it was too big. So I think for episode 50, one and a two, we'll do uh, a one and a two, but we'll just nice. we'll do an hour and a half, stop the recording. Then Take a break, do something. Yeah, for like 10 minutes while I get this. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah. So we oh, have dude, I like hours. that. Good three hours. And what's awesome is uh, my supervisor, Ellen, that I mentioned earlier, um, she actually sent me a link to this awesome website that has all this cool North Carolina stuff in it. And it actually has North Carolina, like, Bigfoot interactions and stuff. Nice. So um, I'm super stoked to talk about this. Super stoked. And it's got UFO stuff, so. Ah, yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm going to share it with you before it, so we can both look at it. But yeah, my uh, um, I have my my I'm start me I'm starting off with my uh, the 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 top ten Bigfoot theories. So that that explains either they either go into theories of what they are or mm -hmm. how they go about keeping it visible from us and whatnot, but there's two or ten theories and then I have short story after short story. So we'll we'll make it work. I know that. Well I'm gonna bring up the Diatlov pass again. And I saw that they're reopening that investigation. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah man, I'm so excited. Dude, how ridiculous is that that I'm excited about a <laughs> about something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I don't have enough problems but I'm super concerned about this. <laughs> Well, you know what gets me, aside from all those crazy details, you know, it's what it's really gets... insane. Yeah, the, the part that that is the freakiest for me is those guys that were the, the first set of dead bodies at the bottom, whatever, like, mm -hmm. their clothes were being worn by the last three, who's yeah. head crushed in, whatever, it's like... Yeah, tongues double. ripped out. Yeah, I mean, that's... It happened up there. That's the part, you know, from them taking the, their dead friends close from that point to them being killed. That's like, that was the part that I, that really intrigued me the most. Like, was it delusionary or, or what do they call it? Paradoxal hypothermia? I don't think uh, so. To, but leading into an attack by yeah, like a bear or something that was out there. You know, like they, their friends were freaking out, and it just so happened that a bear was roaming by at the time. Bam, mauled them. And then what do you get? But I think a bear would take more, and that's the middle of the winter, so they should be hibernating, yeah? Yeah, they should. Yeah, yeah, I would think big like that would be a Yeti. But yeah, well, I'm interested to hear what uh -oh. you, you know, what you forget from that. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting for that article to come out. I really want to hear that investigation. That'll be good. Okay. Yeah, I got to do some heavy studying this week on Bigfoot. So. Well, have, we both will. We both will. My dude, I'm still, I'm still telling you, some of the best stuff I've seen is Les Strode. You know, and I haven't do touched none of his do, stuff, but I do want to uh, hear it. Dude, please, before we start, listen to it. Okay. Because it is so like, I mean, the the Patterson Gimli footage and all that crap and the shows and whatnot, whatever. But he is so genuine on it. Yeah. Like honestly, I've been I've been rewatching his and stuff too because it's been a little obsessive about this Bigfoot thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, dude, there's there's a video. There's two videos I just saw this week that you know. And for me, I, I I'm gonna tell you that nine out of ten Bigfoot videos, I'm gonna call bullshit on. At least my my theory. But oh, absolutely, absolutely. There are two that freaked me out. Like I got goose pimples from. There was one I saw. I just saw it and it shows the lady like she whips up the camera and there's kind of like a log fence and it shows it by a tree and it shows it pick something up and whip it and it's like crash 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 and the lady's like oh my god what pissed me off was why aren't you focusing your camera like i understand you're shaky at the moment and everything but focus your just tap a tap Tap the screen. My my the ten theory, tap it. My ten top theories. Well, one of them goes over that. You know, just just shaky. I'm scared, guy. Yeah. And you know, uh, there's a lot of videos like that that I like, but that I'm still like bullshit. Oh yeah. It's just it's just some dude. Yeah, I've got um, of my top ten things. One of one or two of the ten goes over that uh, a theory on that on why you people know, don't do that. It's forced it's perspective, all that stuff. You yeah. know, it's 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 weird. Yeah, I don't know. Stuff to be talked about, definitely. Yes, yes. And it will be the next episode. Oh, it's gonna be so good. This next episode, I feel, is going to be so rough. I'm going to have to put Vaseline and Band-Aids on my nipples so I don't bleed. It's going to be like a marathon. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> oh. That was good. That was uh, good. Oh. Oh. Anyway. Yep. I fart next to my own pillow. Ew. Give me give myself you... pink eye. Yeah. I mean, if if you really want to do something, <laughs> <laughs> never don't let anybody <laughs> let you not achieve your goals. <laughs> oh my god. What day is today's Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, today's Monday. I'm still out of it. That's all right. So my my, my my little one, this weekend, he, he wakes up at 4.30 in the morning. Jesus. And he starts telling me something about 3 a.m. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not exactly awake, but I can hear him talking. And I, I just pick up 3 a.m. or something, and he's talking about something scary or whatnot. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. Go back to bed. I'm like, is someone attacking you? No. Then go <laughs> back to sleep. <laughs> so... Probably about six or six thirty, he comes back in again, and uh, he's got this picture. And uh, oh, oh, oh you talking about that yellow one? He oh drew? my god, dude, okay. that was twisted. Let me uh, let me bring this up on my phone. I, I took a picture of this because it just it disturbing. <laughs> Did I read? Oh no, I sent it to you. I'll just pull it up from there. Where is it? Okay. All right, so. Just to kind of give you guys a stick figure of a, a, well, it's a cross that's more like scribbles up and down, and then the top, like a T, scribbles going across. Then a stick figure on the cross with stick arms on each side. And it says, this 
this cross will not protect you from 3 a.m. <laughs> and I looked yeah. at this at first, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, I kind of giggled. I laughed a little bit. And then it just kind of, just deep dread hit me the second that I did that. And I was like, man, this, this, is, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> we, we need to learn about this witching hour. And why the hell is this saying a cross is not going to help? I'm like, this is uh, this is more disturbing than a kid his age should be discussing. So, uh, yeah. Well, I don't, I, uh, I don't yeah, know what I'm to like, I mean, because it, I'm just going to, basically what I'm doing is just periodically having this little talk with him. But he'd be like, you know, hey, you know. Someone says this stuff at school, you know, don't believe it. Just yeah. something. I, 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 it, it's, I can't, it's not something I can just say once and just be done with it. Just kind of have to oh, keep no. following up. Oh, yeah. Because, like, his YouTube, he's got the safety on YouTube. Same with Netflix. And then um, uh, mm-hmm. his books, he doesn't have anything scary with books. So. I'm telling you, even my son, like, he doesn't watch anything scary. And I've tried. Like, I've put concerted effort to get him to watch The Shining, and he won't. Like, okay, I got you. Not a lot of cursing, but kind of boring. Understandable. Yeah. Can't watch it. But he still will come in and be like, Dad, monsters. I'm like, monsters? Where? He's like, under the bed. I'm like, well, get the hell in here. I don't want him to get me. Come on, Jesus. I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. But, you know, like I even I went so far as to get a Febreze can, dude, and I wrote monster spray on it and I taped it on the outside. And every night before bed, I'd go and spray monster spray. That is good. Yeah, and and he really enjoyed that, and it was kind of our thing. I'd be like, "Come on," and he'd be like, "Don't forget to get under the bed and in the closet." I'm like, all right, all those monsters are gone. Good night, buddy. I should probably paint a picture of a cross on it and be like, "Here you go, buddy. It works." Dude, if I were you, just get him to be your second in a badass exorcism. Have the wife film it. Be awesome. Get. Run that by me one more time. Do an exorcism. No. But have have Jaeger be your second. Have the wife film it. It'll be great. (laughs) Oh, you mean doing the spray thing around the room? Yeah, do the spray thing. Have somebody levitate, spew pea soup and shit. It'll be good. It'll be good. (laughs) I would pay $10 to watch that in the theater over the next Avengers movie. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god! Kind of horrifying. Yeah, but I've seen you in a schmock, so I know how good you look. <laughs> I want to see that again. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I I don't have that anymore. Are you serious? Yeah, you know. Ah, oh, dude, that hurts the heart. I know. If you guys have never seen him, and his friar never been fucked outfit. It is beautiful. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 
<laughs> Such a good picture. Oh my god. And I think it is if that picture, if this one I'm thinking of, I I wore that to uh, um, when I married a, a friend. That's so great. They they wore um, they had those t-shirts. The guys they wore the t-shirts that looked like the tuxedo t-shirts. Oh my god! And they all had they wore chucks. Okay, okay, and I can respect that. So yeah, that was that's what all the the women and, and the guys they all had to wear was the I don't remember the shirts the women wore, but that but all both the guys and the girls they had to wear chucks. And all the guys wore like those tuxedo t-shirts, and so I put my monk outfit on, and uh, I did the wedding. Far more Franciscan Franciscan than anything. Now I also did one with uh, one of my soldiers when I was at Fort Benning. We literally during a lunchtime, you know, we went out to like a park that was like maybe a few hours away, and we all went there, and it was, we, it was just we went to some little park. His wife. <laughs> You know, his fiance was there, and fiance's friend or whatever, and oh we're just like, God. "Hey, this is, let's do it over by this little rock bridge." So yeah, I, I married them right there. Yeah, this is a mething. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and That's I, I what that I, wedding sounds like, dude. <laughs> it sounds like everybody involved in that wedding had a heavy stake in cocaine at the time. <laughs> we're I, we're all in uniform too. It was. <laughs> Except oh his, God. you know, except his fiance or now wife, was she was actually in a whole wedding outfit or whatever. So it was, it was, it was interesting. Dress? She was wearing a dress. Yeah, yeah. It's not a whole wedding outfit, dude. It's just a dress. He had a, he had a, he had a, uh, a fucking espionage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um, classy. I'm telling you. I can tell. God, we can get you up in the world, man. We, I would love to see you at a Kardashian wedding. Just like shrug your shoulders and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> see you in six months for the divorce. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's tickling the shit out of me. <laughs> I, need, I need to find that picture, too. Oh. Oh shit, that hurts. I, if I can find that picture, I, I'm definitely gonna. Uh... Dude, I've seen it several times pop up. Yeah, yeah, on your feed. The 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 one with me in the uniform, Mary. Yeah. Oh, not your uniform. No, I, I was talking about your priest outfit with your arm outreached, like you're trying to like check for God's hernia or something. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's the the wedding one. I'm, I'm oh no! Find. Never seen that. Wait, that's not this. Is that the same wife? Yeah, that is. Okay. I just gotta look for the picture because guy have no clue. How many kids do they have? Two. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't know how many pictures I have to look here. Entertain the people while I'm looking. Okay. So I remember this one time where I went up to Biscuit's room and I banged on the door and he didn't answer. But I didn't hear the shower running. There was no music. <laughs> that's, that's normal Biscuits, you know. You can hear something going on inside. He was a busy guy. Very social. So I, I kept banging on the door. I'm like, what the hell? And finally I hear like a grunt. So then I got worried. 
So I put my shoulder into the door, and the door popped open, thank goodness. And I ran inside, and that's when I caught Biscuits with his dick in the rubber chicken screaming, I don't mind it! I don't mind it! And it was just <laughs> awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Barbara. <laughs> I can't believe you brought her name into this, you bastard. <laughs> You know she's decapitated, right? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Judging by what you were doing over the first time. <laughs> oh yeah, she she's um she's decapitated and uh, um by Saint Bernard. If I remember right, is that right? Yes. Is that what you had in uh, Maine? No, this was uh, a right was before this... Maine. Oh. Because uh, then I got Captain Jack. Ah, I gotcha. Rubber chicken with one leg. Yeah. And an eye patch. Jesus. What is it with you and the rubber chickens? I mean, honestly. I don't know. Um, I have, Do you just feel comfortable having one? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It all started as a joke many, many moons ago. Or many, many suns ago. Mini, mini something ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I uh, just kind of spiraled out of control. Ah, oh, man. That said, it spiraled. It spiraled or squeaked out of control. Yeah. Well, it got squeaked. It, it got squeezed out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. <laughs> Any rooter. Oh man. So yeah, that uh, Captain Jack. Uh, I mailed to uh, guys from a podcast that never got back with me about it. So a little bit bummed out that they did that. Um, Bastards. Yeah. See, I hope I, it wasn't Ant and Deck from <laughs> England. No. Oh, okay, good. No, it was um, it was a podcast I started listening to like a, a year or two ago, like a little comedy mm -hmm. one, with some veterans, and you know, it was one of those things, and I was I was disappointed, but it's what it is. When you do something nice for somebody, and they just kind of like blow you off. It's like, yeah, hey, gotcha. Yeah, you're kind of a dick. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't find this picture. <laughs> I, I, I've been looking here. I, I can't find it. But I, I did find a picture of uh, Jagger with a bucket over his head. Nice. A rocking horse. So that's good. Progress. Progress. But I think that's about it. Oh, here's another one of Jagger butt naked at a uh, in a river. Let's see here. He's always got the best pictures too. Are you still there? Well, yeah. But isn't it weird how our kids were always like, God, he looks so good in that picture. Yeah. 
But, you know, some people show me pictures of their kids and they're like, isn't he cute? And I'm like, that's a fucking gremlin. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who did you have sex with? I met your husband. He does not look like that. I, I know. What I, happened to that child? There, there's some friends that kids that I'm just like, yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> like, honestly, you just want to know who sinned that badly in that relationship for God to do that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're like, he wants your line to die so bad. He did that to your... And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. No, no. It's just... You this... know, I, every every person is a beautiful person, period. Yeah. But when you go by looks, if you're going by looks, man, some people are... And I'm not a... I, I don't think I'm a great looking guy at all. I think I'm a three you're, at best. You're, you're not at all. I, I do. I think if you're... I think I'm a solid three... But if I get a six-pack in you, four and a half. Like, it gets me almost to that halfway point where, like, yeah, I'll bang him with one more tequila shot. Nice. Mm. But, I mean, there are just some children out there that you're just like, holy Jesus. Yeah, it's all personality at this point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and of course, at some point, they're going to get better looking. Because no matter how ugly someone is now or how ugly someone was... Every ugly person gets pretty at some point. Oh, you ain't lying. And every pretty person gets ugly at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying that based off no facts at all. No, but it's true. I mean, we've all met people who are, I guess what you consider aesthetically pretty. Like you look at them from a distance and say, that is a good looking person. And then you hear them talk, and you're like, Jesus, I'd love to train a Rottweiler just to tear her throat out. <laughs> like, there's that thought that goes to your head, and you're like, yeah, we'll never get along. <laughs> and then you move on. <laughs> yeah. And the same goes the other way. There's someone you see, and they're like, eh. But then you hear them speak, and you're like, Jesus, what a mind. You know, what an absolutely brilliant thought, and it pulls you in and makes you want to talk to them, and you know, it, it's just the way it is with people. Yes. I hate to say it, and that's kind of, well, a stigma, I guess. Yeah, yes. But it goes both ways. There are very beautiful, smart people, and there are very ugly, dumb people. Let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, I, I yeah, yes. I like to think I'm 50-50 club, you know? I I'm, think, all, uh, I'm almost good-looking. I'm almost smart. So I'm kind of a catch. I was an, <laughs> I was an adorable little baby toddler. And then um, I think I just got ugly overnight around, like, second grade. Nah. And then, and then I became somewhat better-looking around late teens, and then I became just completely a handsome, a young, handsome-looking, twenty-something-year-old, thirties. I think somewhere around the thirties. It was. I just at one point I woke up one morning, and my face aged about ten, fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. My hairline did the same, so I understand. <laughs> I get that. You woke up one day and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> what the hell happened to that? Yeah. Yeah. 
You know what bangs are? I sure as hell don't. Less than that's <laughs> what my engine's doing in the car because I haven't put oil in it. <laughs> yeah, it's my it's my only. She bangs and she bangs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, it was. Um, uh, y- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But the service does that to you, dude. It ages you. I'm sorry. It kind of inadvertently ages you. Yes, it does. Very true. I think I think you're given great stress when you're young, and then you just kind of get a little more responsibility eventually as your career goes on. You know, if you do a full twenty over twenty years, you know. But mine from one to seven kind of jumped real quick. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy shit. You know, I, I enjoyed it, but I wish I could have kept going. Yeah, my, um, God, I don't even. Well, yours was kind of up and down, wasn't it? With your transfer of service and all that stuff, it was, you know, high responsibility, low responsibility, high responsibility, low responsibility kind of really. deal. No, it was, uh, because <laughs> I only had three weeks in between. No shit. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had more than that. No. I had literally before I got my duty two fourteen for my uh, submarine days, I uh, was already talking to the recruiter to get everything wow. situated, and I literally could have within a couple of days have switched over, but I was like, you know, I always want to, because I had already come back from a deployment, um, like a month and a half before I got out, mm-hmm. and I was like, listen, dude, I, I I need a few weeks to just be drunk, De- yeah, decompress. And no, I told him just to drink myself stupid for like a couple of weeks. And yeah, decompress. Like, oh, oh yeah. No. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's the, the word really to call it, but uh, that's the word I use. <laughs> an attempt to decompress. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, and that's what I did. I literally I drank myself stupid for about two or three weeks, and then um, <clears throat> sobered up for probably about half a day and then uh went to go switch over and i i went over as an nco so i had to learn something new. so actually i had more on my plate than you know typically wow because i had so yours kind of, yours yours was a really gradual progression up it was and then you just man you took a steep jump yeah because i had um i mean i had a leadership position different leadership positions in my submarine time so i mean I, I i did pretty you know i was pretty effective for a leader at least for the most yeah. part and, uh, but yeah, it was, um, I, when I switched over, it was, I kept my, I kept my rank, but I had the knowledge after going from that, that basic, I had the knowledge of a, uh, of a private as far as I knew the new job. So I had to learn not just my level, but two levels above me in a matter yeah. of, I think it was six months. Jesus. I, the six months to six to nine months, I knew not just at my level, but two two ranks higher. Wow, that's impressive, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I had a good uh, I had a good senior NCO that you know he saw the potential. You know, he actually he took the time to get to know who I was. Yeah, even if every other word was a curse word, and he smoked the shit out of me, you know, you know, ever so often, and, and gave me shit. He still, you know, on occasion, he'd be like, you know, 
you're smart, you're going to go a long ways, whatever. He gave me, like, the little talk of, you impress me, type of thing, you know? Yeah, you're going to go far, kid. Yeah, like, I'm proud of you. You've you've done what, you know, (laughs) because the guys that, you know, I've worked with, even some of them I worked for are not that bright, you know, and I... I excelled a lot faster farther than they did in a shorter amount of time. So it's kind of <laughs> like a, for me, it's like a proud thing. But when you hear military grade and you've been in the military, you're like, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to buy that shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like the forever E5. So, oh, yeah. So I made, I made E5 <laughs> during my submarine days back in 2000. What year was that? Was it 2002 or 2001? I think it was 2002. You, yeah, it was yeah, 2002. You were an E5, you, yeah, you were an E5 when we met. Yeah, I made, I made E5 in 2002. Yeah. And I went and I, in as E5 in the Army is a, in 2000, January yeah, that's 2009. Right. That's right, because we made E5 at the same time. And then uh, I, I got out 2014 as an E5 because uh, two Article 15s. So... I was Always like, a good time. I, I was, Always a good time. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, for, for years, I still, even sometimes, I call a bank and I, hey, good morning, Sergeant Bunnell. It's like, oh, okay. I missed that. I kind of like it. Thank you. It, dude, it weirds me out when I call uh, USAA. Yeah. They're like, hello, Petty Officer Parker. I'm like, dude, that was so long ago. You don't even have to. <laughs> like, I get it. It's, and it, But it does. It's one of those things that does feel nice. Like you're still like recognized a little. Yeah, when I got out, like, it was like I was damn. like in a low, low, just, just sear, severely depressed, and like to the point to where just uh, if I couldn't get a hold of the old guys anymore, then I would just I would literally call up, you know. And it, it, this is this is stupid because I never was wanting to take my rank to you know whatever I actually would you know. I protected my guys more than anything. Yeah, you know, I would get in trouble for protecting my guys. That's what it always came down to. But it was, um, I'd get so depressed, you know, because I was like, I'm, you know, what, what the fuck am I gonna do with my life? I'm out of the military. I would call off the bank just so I could hear them say Sergeant Bunnell, just yeah. to get that, you know, two seconds of, you know, reminder. just that little bit of self-respect that you used to have. Yeah, you know, and that's almost what it is. You just you get that self-respect that's actually good yeah. because it when i got out i felt like i didn't have that anymore i was yeah. like a nobody you're, and that and that's so common dude with people who get out of the military you're aimless i mean how, how many 50 cow gunners are needed in the private sector i'm i, I haven't i haven't seen a lot of apache door gunners you know working it these days and, and when that's your whole job for four years and you get out what the hell are you gonna do yeah it's it's it's, it's a transition and for some guys, it's easy, you know, and usually, I and I've seen this too, for the guys that say, oh, it was an easy transition, because they had something lined up. They didn't have, they didn't have any brick walls or anything, you know, prevent, uh. you know, they were in their way, you know, and then the guys that will go through different, multiple different careers before finally being like, okay, I'm good. Uh. There are guys that go through job after job or whatever, and they still can't, and, you know, let alone, it's, you got your problems, the VA, I mean, God, that's a mind fuck on its own, you know. You ain't lying, you ain't lying there. And then, then you know, and sometimes you just can't get in touch with the old guys, or, you know, the old boys, or they're all deployed, or they're dead, you know, or, you know, or, or ones you do talk to, and they're taking themselves out, and it's just like, fuck, 
you know what, uh-huh. what the fuck's going on what happened you know yeah and because you get to the point you you had a job you were you, every you know people yeah typically not everybody but you were trained people relied thing. on you you to know do you, the, to do to do what you knew how to do yeah because if you didn't people would die yeah and losing that sense of purpose is an awful thing it very very few professions in the civilian world have that type of thing um the only ones honestly i think that would have anything close would be you know either law enforcement uh the uh, uh medical ward ems doctors nurses yeah uh, firefighters yes that's yeah. really the only thing i can think of that comes even close unless you're a contractor but you like, know, that's I, something different that's why i don't imagine why these you know i know law enforcement especially there's a lot of leos and stuff that are ex-military yeah you know by the way if you're if you're an mp fuck you so uh <laughs> but uh anyway so <laughs> as i was saying like i know the, those kind of cater but i it actually shocks me a lot of times because i remember one time i was working and it was on a regular nursing floor and i was like how many people here are veterans and four people out of seven raised their hands and they were all the older generation Mm-hmm. You know, all kind of getting ready to retire or have retired since I started 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. Like, and that right there says something. Yeah. Like what we as people who served try to still do. Now, yeah, there are pieces of crap out there. Of course there are. There mm-hmm. always are. There always will be in every profession, in every job, and everything. There's assholes. There's one in every division, two in every department. Just or, the way it is in the military. <laughs> or like, you know, Army side, you get your your squads, you got your platoons, you have your company, yeah. you, you know, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got your asses. But generally, we are driven towards the service professions, to helping. My, we are, because that's best, the first thing we chose to do. I had a guy, um, a friend of mine asked me a few weeks ago, he's like, if I had advice for someone getting out, well, if you know, on one particular thing, what would it be? And so I, I thought about it because I couldn't tell him. I didn't know. So as I thought about it, I have the answer because it's kind of the same thing I've, in a way, of coached people to do. And have a plan. Gonna, yeah, but plans don't always work out. You know, I had a plan, but, you know, my terminal leave I was supposed to take to get a job lined up and a home, we had to do it by phone calls because I was Ah, uh, shit, So we literally yeah. went in blind to everything we did. So, wow. yeah, I mean, plans work work out if they work out. But it, here's my thing. You know, and it, it's twofold. One, keep in touch with your buddies, veteran buddies. Keep in touch with them. Um, that And the thing is, what, I, what I'm going to say with that on that one particular thing, um, the number's going to go down eventually because you'll know who were your buddies and who were, who were not. It's depressing as that sounds, is still stick with it because those few that are, you know, they're going to stick with you forever. Oh, absolutely. Two, you're going to get down, you're going to get depressed, you're going to get to those things that, you know, a lot of it, like myself and, and Gary talk about and others. And the thing is, looking to, regardless if you have a job, a career, whatever, do volunteer, something volunteer yeah. or, or a profession or a volunteer to where you're helping others, other veterans or other people. And that's what's going to help save you. 
it may sound stupid. It may sound like bullshit. Yeah. But then again, I've it it gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you a sense of drive. Yeah. There's a lot like, of volunteer organizations out there. Please don't try and start another 501c3. You know how many vet, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of veterans have started those? Look around what's out there. You know, either join one, you know. I've started cleaning up the road I live on. Something that simple. Like literally, I walk down the road with a couple trash bags that I can cart back to my house. And I go out with a stick with a nail on it just to clean up my road, my section of the world. This is my area. This is my section of the world. I'm going to clean this up. Yeah, you don't even have to do it in 501c3. You can do that. You can go down to the homeless hangout on your own time. Yeah, dude. I mean, just do it yourself. Don't do it for any purpose but to be helpful. Go to a freaking nursing home. They love that. If you do join a a nonprofit, a volunteer nonprofit, 501c3, I'm going to give you advice, okay? Volunteer means you don't get paid. So if someone starts talking shit and treating you like shit, tell them to the face. Fuck off. I don't get paid to deal with your shit. I, you know, I'm here my time to help these people, not listen to you, okay? Because it's out there. I've seen it. It's bullshit. I'm going to tell you, it's not worth your time. Find something else that's volunteer. There you go. Don't. Don't put up with those guys because you're not getting paid to do it. If you're getting paid to do, tune them out. Whatever. Yeah. But if it's voluntary. <laughs> do what the hell you're getting paid to do. If it's voluntary, <clears throat> you're there to you're to help people. And that's a big thing. That, that's where there's a lot of different groups out there where, you know, you kind of get up higher up in the levels. It gets political. And I'm just, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not worth it. Nah. Do something on your own or find a different nonprofit. But yes, definitely put in some type of volunteer thing. It does wonders. It does. It really does. Especially if you're down and out and you just don't even want to be around people. Seriously. I'm telling you, especially to the veterans out there, because that, you know, that was really geared toward veterans. But there are so many people in nursing homes, Vietnam vets, Korean vets, that would love for for you to come in in just an hour or two to talk once a week would mean the world. I mean, to sit at a round table with these guys, they would love it. Please do it. Please try. There's one that's like a, a couple miles from my place. That's um, it's a old folks home, uh, nursing home, whatever you want to call it. And the annual, it's like, it's, about half a million to three quarters of a million dollars a year just to for just a person to pay for to keep that person in there. Oh yeah, dude, it's insane. It is. It's insane. It, it, yeah, yeah. Retirement homes now are just—it's almost a scam. Yeah, it is a scam. It is, you know. But I never blame the workers, the people who are trying to take care of those people because they're actually doing a great job or tr- most of them yeah 99.9% are trying to do a great job but you know there are those who don't and you know generally all a person's social security or income or retirement is going in to feed just them staying there and sometimes it's not a nice place or sometimes it's a state run place and that's <sighs> those can be even worse a lot worse. I mean, let's be honest. It's state run. We see how the we see how the federal government works. Imagine your state. 
Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's worse, especially out here in Hawaii. Yeah, so I mean, the, mental, guys... the mental hospital out here, the one where they put ones that have actual true mental problems, and yeah. they also house the mentally uh, insane and criminal. No shit. And you know how often people disappear from there and just all Oh, the I time, can imagine. Constantly. I can imagine. At least once it's a week. It's easy to do. Yeah. And it, it's, it's insane. I mean, there's so much. Like, there was on the news uh, last year about a guy who, he was, uh, he was, uh, instead of being put to, like, second degree or first degree murder, whatever it was, he said he was insane, and so he was locked up in there. And um, it was one of those, I don't know what the term is, furlough or fucking something. Furloughed. Furloughed, yeah. He can go out, he can go work and come back on its own. Yeah, work furlough, yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't come back. And he took a flight to California and he ended up being arrested there. Jesus Christ. And he, he raped and murdered some people or something. I don't remember the details. I, But, you know, basic. It's, it's, and it's just frequent. They don't, it, yeah. it's a state run. They don't care. Yeah, there you go. It's broken. And, yeah. and how do we fix it? How do you fix some kind of bureaucracy like that? I mean, I and it's like I mentioned before when it comes to the sex trafficking. I had this extremely unrealistic goal, and I'm saying unrealistic, that I want to expose corruption all over this island. Man. Coming for me, that's unrealistic. Yeah. From anything Coming from do, you, it's no. completely realistic, yet ill-advised. Okay, well, yeah. But I mean, will I ever because be able to do it? No, will even come close. Probably not. More than why like not? Hell. Why not? Who am I compared to? You know, I'm nobody out here. You're a ginger. I'm a. Everybody notices you. You can't <laughs> go missing, dude. You're the first person we notice who goes missing from anywhere. <laughs> I'm pretty pale. I mean, <laughs> like, even yeah, when the moonlight, the moonlight gets off my bare legs. What do you mean, where's Biscuits? Uh, it's midnight, there's no moon, I can't see Biscuits, where is he? <laughs> you see that shiny object down there? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> oh, there, oh, thank God. Oh, I thought it was I a spot. I thought spotlight. that was a flare. <laughs> <laughs> that was even better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, 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 it's about that time, folks. Um, oh, damn. Wow, really is that, that time, isn't it? I hate that. Are yeah. you serious? It already, dang, it is. Yeah. Okay, um, hey folks, listen, our usual spiel, do something Try nice it. for somebody, don't be a dick bag, don't be a douchebag. just don't be a dick. Uh, be kind, you... be sweet, be loving. Yes. Have a good week, and we'll see you, and we'll see you, well, we'll see you one week from now with episode 50. Seven Big days, Foot. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Part one, and part one, then and part two. two. And one and two. One and two. It's going to be awesome. I have to split it, so it'll, as soon as one gets up, the other will be. Just don't worry. Uh, it'll be there. So so now, good. another thing. Mm. Um, if there is a delay, we are we are anchor.com or anchor whatever. That's what we're platforming you. So there are seven other platforms that it comes to the anchor shoots them to. Yes. It took us about two or three days before they finally, you know, push them off to the others. On the last episode, so um, we apologize. I didn't. It, it, they never did take that long before, and it just did this last episode. So if you don't see it on Spotify or these other ones you normally use, be patient, or just use the link that we have. 
Absolutely. Okay. All right, folks, have a good week, and we'll see you. Yes, sir. Don't be a douchebag. Bye-bye.